And we are live. Hello and welcome to the first inaugural pilot episode of Codec Call. My name is Luke Stryker. Tonight I'm joined by... Dakota True Love. We're here to chit-chat about video games a little bit. So to give you guys a background on what we're doing, um, I'll include Twitter links, uh, Facebook group links in the description of this video. But um, me and Dakota and... uh, Is it a video or is it a podcast? We'll put it on YouTube initially and have those links. Um, Z-targeting is what we're calling our overall group. It's the umbrella that all of our projects are going to be grouped under. And uh, initially, we're starting off with this video game-focused podcast called uh, Codec Call, like the Metal Gear Solid conversations and whatnot. So anyway, I'm excited to be here, and uh, let's try this out. Let's do it. So Dakota, I got two questions for you. One is what you've been drinking. (laughs) Well, today, we decided to go with a nice uh, Lining Google's Harvest Patch Shandy. I'm actually a really big fan of the Shandies. I don't know about you. But I, I know actually we've had this conversation, but this is actually really good so far. So we'll update you later. Well, what are you drinking? Well, I chose uh, the Samuel Adams Rebel Grapefruit IPA. So Sam Adams, that's one of my favorite of the more you know widely distributed beers. And I had, I've had the Rebel IPA a few times in the past uh, before I got, really got into IPAs, but I never had this grapefruit one. So I'm interested to see what this entails. So we'll find that out throughout the podcast. How's that up? How's that so far, though? You have, to, you have to say it. Oh, wait, you haven't even had it yet. <laughs> it's an IPA. <laughs> it's got that nice bitter ne- bitterness, that nastiness that you expect, but that I've right. come to like. <laughs> so <Nasty>. anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll have our full reviews on those at the end of the show. But uh, my second question for you, Dakota, is what you've been playing? Dude, so, like... This is really pathetic, and I probably shouldn't admit this at all, but I'm trying to get quiet from Metal Gear 5. Like, I have to, I'm trying to re get, like, because she leaves and stuff. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that, actually. Spoiler tags. Yeah, whatever. Whoops. If you don't know by now, you really should just stop playing. But back to the point, like, it's actually kind of difficult. I got, because you have to, I don't know, do you know how to, how to get it? How to get her back? No, I actually only played the single player long enough for her to leave, and then I, I saw that they added the update to get her back. And right. I never actually went through with it. You have to play her mission where you battle, where you fight her seven times. Like, I don't know. It's it's not hard or anything. It's just it's tedious. You get bored. Right. And but that's what I've been playing. That and a little bit of CS:GO. Nothing too big. As always. Are, I mean, I'm just not very good at it. It's pathetic, actually. Not quite esports level yet. No, and I never, no, ever, yeah. ever. They Someday. take that shit. They take that shit too seriously, dude. They were like, "Defuse the bomb," and I'm like, "I don't have a diffuser." And they were like, "You can still defuse a bomb without a diffuser." How the fuck are you supposed to know that? The game doesn't tell you it. There's people listening that are probably like CS:GO pros, and they're just like, "You're a fucking idiot." And you know what? Fuck you. You'll get there one day. <laughs> So, man, I've been playing a little bit of a mix of things. You know, uh, I got No Man's Sky when it came out. I got kind of burnt on that, and I was like, man, this this was a waste of money. So lately, I was playing Metroid Did you Prime. return it? No. Sorry. I like the box art. It's kind of cool. Oh, okay. yeah. But um, I wanted some comfort food. So I went back, <laughs> and I started playing Metroid Prime 1 from the trilogy uh, that I downloaded on Wii U. And then um, I just played through Bioshock 1 again as well. Just got that collection. Just you know, those are games I've 
played quite a bit two of my favorites but it's just nice to dive in and just run through them you know I can clear them you know like in a day like clear through like the whole campaign but it's just nice to have that comfort yeah. food I think I'm gonna go back and sorry but I have go to ahead. include this I think I'm gonna go back and replay uh, Resident Evil 4 but nice, I got yeah. it on Steam I bought it on Steam and I think I wanna redo that again you know for I for like the 18th time uh, an amazing classic you know we, we both clear you know beat it like 20 times each but dude i i actually found i found our little sheet where we were like racing each other yeah and how you have i don't remember how what yours was it was really freaking quick though i was so mad it was like two hours and 11 minutes or something like that yeah i was really mad but anyway though amazing game Um, but one other thing that i have been playing lately is uh forza horizon 3 that just came out um this week and i've been enjoying that a lot actually um, I was a big fan of Forza 2, 3, and 6. And, you know, the, the bread and butter of the, butter of the series is like those more hardcore kind of simulation style. Right. I had actually never played a Horizon one yet until this one. But, you know, a lot of people online were saying that Horizon 2 is like the best racing game ever. And then Horizon 3 comes out and some reviews are like, this is the best racing game ever. I'm like, really? And, you know, <laughs> I love Forza for those, like that more hardcore side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a blast because it's it's open world it's kind of got like that fun rock and roll like uh action sport vibe but um with a little bit of that that forza realistic uh you know realistic control and simulation so it's it's actually a lot of fun highly recommended now Dakota, I, or go ahead i i just I, i'm really i want to get it but i'm i'm i don't know like I know the question you're gonna ask me next, and uh, we'll go ahead and ask it actually. So, from from knowing our, both of our gaming habits, I know you've been a big fan of some uh, racing games in the past. You know, we played the crap out of Need for Speed Underground back in the day. I remember you were super. Oh handy. my god, I for, I forgot about Need for Speed Underground. Holy that, crap! That, that was like the, the main thing I was gonna ask. About. Dude, that was like the greatest game ever. Holy back crap. in 03, pimping out the rides, you know, exhibit style. Dude. My my RX seven was a fucking beast. I love that game. Oh, I just got so excited now. Dang it! I I I was geared up to be like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel if I prefer Forza or Gran Turismo. Because as much as I hate to admit it, I'm more of a Gran Turismo. But the way that I see it, and I don't know if you're gonna agree, but I feel like. Gran Turismo is more of like this is exactly the way a car handles. It's like pristine. It's there's nothing that's going to spoil that interaction you have with the vehicle. Forza is better if you want that and also you want to customize your car. Cuz Gran Turismo doesn't allow I mean it's not to the same extent. You can't put special rims on it. You can't like it I don't know. I feel like Forza is a mixture of underground need for speed underground and gran turismo rolled into one and that's why i actually like forza but i don't know if i would say it's better than gran turismo um i I gotta say i'm firmly in the forza side now uh and the reason for that is it's it's accessible but it can also be not accessible because it's you can scale the difficulty and how realistic it is so like I i remember as a kid I was reading Electronic Gaming Monthly, and they gave Gran Turismo 3 perfect scores, platinum score. And I was like, holy crap, i got to check this out. 
and that game kicked my ass left and right. <laughs> I couldn't get past like the first three races because uh, you know I wasn't used to hardcore racing games like that. And then Forza lets you kind of slowly ease in, put some assists on, and then mm-hmm. you know that's what I've tried to do over my years of playing is like take those certain settings off those assists off and get get better at, at that. So without that, you know, that kind of progression, I don't know if I would mm-hmm. be as into it or not. You know, I I get what you mean. Like, yeah, it's definitely more for like forces like it caters a lot more to what you actually want if you want it to be that hard as hell racing game that the drivers or 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 drive guitars i apologize (laughs) are gonna are gonna throw you into the wall and stuff like it it can do that or if you want them to where you know they don't want to have any damage at all and you want to have every single assist on in the book then they have that for you too like gran turismo doesn't really do that that's true yeah i didn't even think about that and one thing you touched on is like the the similarities to underground you got all that customization and like you can you Mm -hmm. know get people get crazy with the the car designs and the um the they call the libraries that how you paint your car and stuff Mm -hmm. and like that's a huge online community in every forza game so it's like it lasts longer because there's such a big online community i just i played uh horizon 2 and my thing my biggest issue was is that I didn't some of the like challenges I don't know if you've done them yet I forget what they're called but the um like you race a train I know in this one you race a train and then you race a um like a plane or something yeah, like that but but and I, I know a lot of the re, a lot of people are reviewing it and, and are saying the same thing but my thing was is like at the time I was doing them I was like this is awesome but then I realized that it doesn't matter how slow I am as long as – like it's just a time attack. Like that's all that that is because it's – this train is going to finish in this time. And as long as you are close, it will dial it back or like forward or back depending on where you are. So that it's – as long as you get in a minute 30, you're good. Like that's all that it is. It's not – like you're not really racing it. And I understand like they have to make it look cool, but it I don't know. It looks cool. You're digging it, it, it too does. much. It just it, looks cool. I know. I think I am just thinking about it too much. Cause like it made me mad whenever I raced the train in Horizon Two. Cause they were, I was just like, dude, this is awesome. And then I got like it ends on a long straightaway where you just like hammer down the whole time. Yeah. And like I was like, I'm not gonna beat him. I'm not gonna beat him. And then like I realized that the train slowed down so I could beat him. And that way it would be a neck and neck like finish. And it was it was that I beat him like by nothing. But the point was like I didn't like the way I knew it dialed down the train that way it would be a photo finish. And I didn't like the way it was just like hey, this is just to make it look cool. There you go. See, the thing is, is you're too hardcore, and you, That's, you, you see through these spectacles. They're you know they're they're a uh, way of amping I, it up. And I, I'm ruining. I'm I'm ruining the magic of the actual game, and I I do apologize. I. My bad. No, no, uh, you don't have to apologize to me, man. It's whatever you like. Whatever no, you like. I, I, I apologize to the v- developers and stuff. I don't, which ones? Which one does Horizon? Turn ten. Turn ten does Is the main t- ones. Uh, playground games, I believe they're called. Does the Horizon games? Yeah, that's. See, I, I, I like motorsport. I'm more of a motorsport yeah. than I am Horizon. Yeah, but motorsport. The, the day I am too. 
Yeah. See that because I feel like that's really what this actual like problem. It's not a problem, but actual like debate is. You have half the side is just motorsport. They only like motorsport. That's what they want. They don't care about the open world aspect. And then they have everybody else just wants Horizon, and that's what they get. Yeah. Because the other thing that I had a problem with too was like I feel like in motorsport they're like, hey, win this and you get this car. Like and you need that car to progress. It right, had you right. have to do it. And in Horizon, it's just like, oh hey, by the way, here's a Lambo. There you go. You haven't done anything for it. You're just nah, we like to give it to you. And, and that's You're the welcome. thing with with three. It's like I went from a BMW M4, like as one of my first cars, and then went to a truck for some of those like off roady events, and then went to like a '60s Chevy Camaro or whatever. So it's like. It, you're trying out different things, but I, I still like that motorsport where you, you start from like the lower end cars and work your way up through right. supercars, like crazy racing cars, and it's like exactly more of a progression. My other thing, I don't know if Horizon Three does this, but Horizon Two, whenever I played it, I had a car that like it, it was um uh, I don't know if anybody actually cares, but it was a Lancia. Anyways, though, I had this Lancia, and I was like. I love this car and I am going to max it out. I had the money for it. I got a special spin with like ridiculous amount of money given to me, blah, 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 blah. But I actually like upgraded that car all the way. And I was like, you know what? For like the first couple races, I'm just going to blow through them. It's not even going to matter because they're all, it's right at the beginning of the game. Who cares? Well, they leveled all of them to meet me. So like, it, and that's I didn't like in motorsport. It's just like you know what I can't beat this race. I am going to ridiculously level up my car, and there's no way I can lose. I can just like barely play, and I'm gonna win. But and and they don't match you. But in Horizon, everybody like moves with you as your progression, and it's I don't know. In a way, it's like. I understand why they do it. It keeps like you still have to be good in order to finish it. But uh, there's sometimes where I just I want to be twenty times faster than everybody, and I don't care. Yeah, you, you know they kind of fulfill slightly different inches because it's like today getting off work. I really just wanted to sit back, play some Horizon Three, explore the Australian mm-hmm. outback, and just take in you know the nice views and the the races. But it's like when I'm playing Motorsport Six, like I'm into it. I'm getting stressed out. I have to try <laughs> these races like five times. It's like exactly series, you know it, it's it yeah, two different it's, vibes that's so. i mean but yeah i agree with it it fills a niche i feel like horizon is more for the casual and motorsport is more for the like serious you want to get down to the nit and grit of a racing game yeah but i, I how is um how is australia in it oh man it's beautiful i i'm getting i get tired of people talking in the accents but the the world and the visuals <laughs> And just the environment is, is just a joy to drive around, and it's it's relaxing, man. Like just like driving through the hills and the countryside and shit. Like it's that's it's beautiful. That's really why I I really want to get that game. If it was based in any other place, I probably wouldn't care as much. But I really want this one. They definitely take the make the most out of the the locale, so it's mm-hmm. good. And because you're on a Mac, you haven't done the Xbox Play anywhere, have you? Nope. But I'm assuming. Uh, no, but once the gaming PC is copped, we will be taking advantage <laughs> of that. Don't you worry. But so this year was Playground Games year with Horizon. So that means right. next year is Turn Tens, which what I'm thinking is the next motorsport is going to be the showcase for the Scorpio, which comes out next year. So that's 
what I'm oh, most excited oh, about. I, I actually didn't even think about that. Uh, uh, that's my bet. I guarantee that's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to look crazy. I, I what? So are we getting into that now? Yeah. So now that you mentioned the Scorpio, I think one of the <laughs> the the main course of this episode that we want to talk about is uh, these new consoles that we've been seeing or hearing a lot of rumors of. Um, it's a pretty exciting time, honestly, in gaming. It's like a mid-generation kind of jump, sort of a new generation, sort of not. Right. I, but um, it's a start. I, or go ahead. I, I well, you said mid-generation, and I don't. I want to ask your opinion. What what is? How do you feel about a mid-generation? Like, were they just so like, hey, here, right here, we're just gonna here's an upgraded. There you go. Like, but you're still paying full price. I, it's it's tough, and we haven't. This is this is a first of its kind in the industry, and it could go very well, and it could also go very poorly. So they could they're going to put out the PS4 Pro, they're going to put out the Scorpio, mm-hmm. and if nobody takes advantage of it, they're going to be useless. They're going to be a waste of money. Or if everybody jumps ship to those and leaves the old consoles, well, if they make things that run that are that are necessary the new consoles are necessary for them to run on and they run like crap on the mm-hmm. old consoles. It's going to be the same as a, a normal generation jump. But if they play it right and just make it like a smooth upgrade of, of, of games. And it's like for the early adopter, you can pay for 500 or whatever, get it right now. Right. Or in a year or two, get it for 300 and, and then you have a bigger library and it just like gives you that option. I just think if we have console, if all consoles going forward are just backwards compatible with everything, that would be very nice. Because uh, yeah, the PS4 and Xbox One they're they're pretty similar to like PC architecture, and it's like I think a lot of PC mm-hmm. architecture is getting pretty unified. We've, uh, I'm probably totally wrong, and I'll give us the corrections. But <laughs> you know, going forward, this should be easy to make all this stuff work together, which would be nice at least. Right. I just. I don't know. I'm like I'm on the fence about it. As I mean, we're gonna get into the PS PlayStation Pro, which I'm not a fan of the name at all. Professional. I know, but it's. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to like. I don't know. I just. I feel like it was better with Neo, PlayStation Neo. That that sounded, in my opinion, better. Yeah. I mean. Obviously not to the PlayStation execs, but but I mean whatever they'll get over it. But the point is, is that I mean I don't know. I was not impressed with their showcase. Neither was, I, neither was anybody, honestly. I don't th- yeah, but I mean like they're just like yeah, 4K and uh, like oh my god, everybody talks about how 4K like you can't show it over the stream unless you're watching a 4K stream. I get right, it. Right. It it and uh, like a one hundred percent. I Sony has never made claims, in my opinion. Sony has never made claims that they did not follow through with at the very least. So I'm you know I'm gonna get proven wrong on this, whatever. But I, I if they say it's gonna put out in four K, okay, I believe them. It doesn't have to be native or whatever, but I believe that it's gonna be four K so at least to a degree. As one of the, like, 3% population that actually has a 4K TV, I'll probably buy it only because I can actually use it. But I still, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. I don't I don't like this mid-generation stuff. Like, I want to buy one console every six years or so. 
and be done with it. You know, the the reason why I want this stuff to work out well is is playing like Bloodborne and the frame rate being crap. Yeah. And I just like I want this to be smooth as hell because I love this game. Right. Or like, uh, like I said, I don't have a gaming PC right now, so I'm playing Fallout Four on console, and that the frame rate dips pretty low sometimes. Right. Like, yeah. I just oh my god. Yes. Have these things like it, I'm not like everything needs to be sixty. 60 frames a second, but at least, you know, to a, a sm- fairly smooth, fairly playable, you know, fairly right. playable. Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the PS4 Pro presentation. It didn't come off well as on a stream. People that saw it running, a lot of people, you know, journalists online are saying mm-hmm. it looks good. I was weary of the fact that it's not native. It's, it's a, like a smart upscaling. Right. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So... The thing at the end of the day that's going to matter most is, are people going to patch their games to support it? Because sure, they yeah, that's, that's you going have to make to. it break it. Um, if they don't, if they don't, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna break it. Like, why? I don't know. Why would you not take advantage of the technology? But I understand we're like, well, it, that's if, gonna. If they it's a add, lot of work. Yeah, they got to add in the patch and then have that. So they right. may have to have two versions of the game go through certification or something like that. So it's going to be a lot of stuff's probably going to be a pain. Um, but if they can get a lot of games upscaled to 4K, or at least on a normal TV, they run better. And, and that mm-hmm. is a lot of people are able to get that on their games. I'll probably pick one up as well. I mean, as somebody that plays PC games a decent amount, I'll admit that, you know, 60 pr- frames a second, or in some cases even higher than that, I mean, it helps, but. I don't know if I want to like. Why couldn't you have just wait till the next generation, the PlayStation Five? Why couldn't you have just done it then? Yeah, and that's the thing is like we're three years <laughs> in, and like a normal generation is what like five years. Exactly. So like it. I mean, the, the. I think the PlayStation Two was like eight years total. Like the actual lifespan of it was like eight years, and that was in, extremely uncommon. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, so, all, all the PlayStation One, Two. And I think three, you know, they had games coming out 10 years after their launch. Like, it's right. crazy. Yeah, I mean, but, um, whatever. The, but what worries me specifically about the PlayStation 4 Pro and not so much about the Scorpio is Sony's output this generation. Sony's first party, you know, up until the PS4 has been amazing. And this generation, they just cannot get stuff out. They've got right. Bloodborne, which wasn't developed by them. You got right. Uncharted 4, which is amazing. But in terms of that, their other first-party stuff is either remasters or meh. And yeah. they got so many things getting delayed. You know, we have a lot of stuff to look forward to. God of War, Days Gone, etc. When are these games actually going to come out? 2017, right. maybe? So they can't get anything I mean, out. And then you got PlayStation VR, which is potential. Maybe that's why GT Sport got delayed is because they had to add, add in VR stuff. And mm-hmm. then is stuff getting delayed to add in PS4 Pro support? When are these games actually going to come out? You know, like that's that's my concern. I mean, the only one that. Go ahead. My last point is we were talking about Gran Turismo and Forza. So there's been Gran Turismo Six in 2013 on PlayStation Three. GT Sport is now <laughs> supposed to come out this fall. Now we don't know. Sometime 2017. Yeah. Forza, you have Forza Five, Forza Horizon Two, Forza Six, Forza Horizon Three, all in that mm-hmm. same time frame. That's why I'm not worried about Microsoft getting software out that takes advantage of their hardware, like that example right there. Right. But we'll see. We'll see when this stuff, how this stuff actually plays out. 
Yeah, and it's. I agree. I mean, like the only one that I'm, that's worth it is. Uh, I mean, Last Guardian. That's what it's like December second now or something like that. Yeah, like single digit day in December. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, with that, how much that's already been delayed. I still I, believe. I still believe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I want to, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're like, oh, wait, we got to get take another month. But I know, like, they're – Sony dropped the ball, but in, in kind of, like, looking at it from, like, a marketing perspective, they can take the risk. Yeah. They, they are so – they got – they're so far ahead in this generation that they can take the risk. They're not worried about it too much. Which, I mean, that's kind of like – I think I feel like they're they're pulling like a Nintendo almost with the Wii and the Wii U. Like the Wii was, I mean, at the beginning at least, was so far ahead. They were able to take so many risks with the Wii that, and then now the Wii U came out. We all, all saw how that went down. Yeah, that that didn't work out too well. But whatever. I mean, it it's a busy time for Sony. They got PSVR coming out. They got the PS4 coming out. PS4 Pro coming out. If they keep their their marketing and their their stuff with just the standard PS4 going the way it has been. You know, they are setting record numbers for how fast they can sell a console with no exclusive games worth buying. It's all based <laughs> on marketing. So, uh, you know, these last couple months with, like, No Man's Sky kind of faltering, this kind of stuff, it's actually been the first time Sony's been kind of dipping down right. this generation, I think. But, I mean, um, both consoles are selling extremely well. One's better, doing better than the other, but they're both better than last generation at this point so. right so are you buying playstation pro not immediately unless okay. they unless they have a big list of games i want to play that and they're saying this is going to run better we're patching this in it's going to run better i'll pick mm-hmm. it up. if they have if they have a patch for bloodborne to run 1080 frame or 1080p 60 frames a second i will buy one um <laughs> jeez that, that'll sell me one game <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know if they're, i doubt they're going to do that because yeah. uh, from software doesn't really have a great track record with technical no. stuff, um, but I'll probably get a 4K TV within the next year, and then I will. At that point, I will most likely pick one up. But the thing is, I bought an Xbox One S, and that is a 4K Blu-ray player. So whenever you I bu- get one, it'll work. You bought a One S? I didn't know you bought a One S because they're sexy. I dude, I was like really. See, my issue with the One S is. Uh, I hate I don't really want to say this out loud but I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to get one but at the same time I was like you know what I'm just going to wait for the Scorpio that was Which my that's the smart move that's but let me tell you like I know Joe carried a 1S to the counter and they ring it up and then I walked out like oh. I was like you know what the, the worst part the, I mean okay wait I have a saving grace I he rang it up and then I looked over and I saw that they had Twilight Princess HD and I was like you know what never mind I want that so I switched Did especially you get it with because the Amiibo? It, oh absolutely yes yeah I know that I was just like well, this was like height of E3 too like I yeah. was like you know what I like right off that and I was like I gotta have this Amiibo so I don't care about anything else and all the rest is history still working on that by the way. The Twilight Princess HD, but I, whatever. I started working on Wind Waker HD a while back, and I was gonna—I wanted to beat that before I even got to Twilight Princess. I got a lot of Zelda games in the backlog. Oh my god, so, me too. So I good. I want to read the whole series. 
I, mean, I have like almost the entire series on like the remakes or virtual console. And I just want to right. go through the whole thing. Cause it's so I, good. I recently, I did, when did I, I wrote the list to figure out like which ones I need yet. And there's not many I need like, cause I mean, I have like all the obscure ones, like the Minish cap and stuff like that. I got that on virtual console. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm I want to go back and play them all too. But I don't know. My problem is Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker so much. I've re I've since since it's had, since the HD remake. This is my third time doing a playthrough with it. Like it's I just keep playing. Yeah, and it's yeah, dude. The checklist we made <laughs> proved that to me. I was like, holy crap! This is like three pages of just checklists. But whatever, it was that, fine. That was to get like a hundred percent, right? Yeah, which we never did. I'm trying though now. Like I really wanted 100 percent that game. There's, I realized that like, there's two games in this world that I definitely need to platinum and 100 percent completely, and that is Wind Waker and um, MGS5. I need. I really need to 100 percent MGS5. It's gonna take I know like it's 200 funny. hours. I see people tweeting like. 100% and playtime is like 200 hours which then again I already put in 100 hours into it and it, I'm not even like that far really exactly. dude I'm probably I'm probably close to 150 if not more than that and honestly there's like no end in sight but the problem is that I just I don't know I've not sat down and actually had a full on let's do 100% like Let's get going on this. I'm just like, hey, I've not played this mission yet. Let's go ahead and do this. I mean, obviously, I have the story and everything. I'm just talking about more side missions. Yeah, all the but side then missions. I also, yeah, the dude, those are the so the ones that the ones that are going to cause the biggest issue for me is the perfect stealth, yeah, whatever, yeah. Those are all so that tough. stuff. I'm. I actually got an S ranking with Foxhound rating on one of them. Like one, and it it was just by chance. I don't even know how I did it. I think I just got really lucky. Yeah, just but, like really fast and like no detection. That's whatever. that's the other thing I've realized. Sadly, like I feel like with a stealth game, they should make it to where like patience is a virtue. Like you, that should pay off a lot more than what it does in Metal Gear. I mean, it's like Metal Gear just run around, and you're probably gonna get a decent score. Yeah, which is you got to go fast for that S ranking, bro. I know. That's like Sonic for that S ranking. That's like Sonic. <laughs> uh, but anyway, w- one of these days, one episode, we'll dig into Metal Gear because I know we both have a lot of thoughts on Legendary Series. But um, we were talking about Zelda, which brings me to the next thing coming <laughs> out. Boy. That's the uh, Nintendo NX coming mm-hmm. March 2017, allegedly. What do you think right. about that? <laughs> I just wish they'd say something about it. That's the only thing I really care about. It's like be some soon. Dude, oh my god. It it cuz honestly, like between that and the PlayStation Pro, I'm buying one of them day one. And honestly, it just matters of like the timing of both of them. If the NX comes out like okay, I know March 2017, but okay, let's honestly It could be delayed. It, it could very it, easily it, be delayed <laughs> at this point. I what think it's like I don't know. I mean, I hope not, but I don't know if the. I just, I just need to figure out. They need to figure out what the hell it is. They need to tell us what it is, and we need to make a consumer decision 
and just yes. I don't know because the I don't know how you feel about the NX, but I really feel like if the rumors are true, this can be a very very good console. I agree. I'm I'm NX hype train full steam ahead. Honestly, right. And the reason for that is Nintendo has been making the right moves lately, and the rumors it's pointing in the right direction. You know, mm. they're finally opening up the smartphones. Shigeru Miyamoto was on stage at the latest Apple event to do the fir- to show the first yeah. Mario iPhone game, which I mean, as hardcore gamers, that probably doesn't appeal to us that much. But that's Dude, huge but to the wide that's audience. That's gonna break. That's gonna break the internet. And that's like, that's huge for Nintendo to do that. Right. They did a collaboration with Vans. I picked up a couple of those pairs. Of Dude, sneakers. I, I've been trying to find them. Like, yeah, and they sold ever- out. They were they were hard to get. Like that was a oh. big collab. That was one of the best collabs of the summer, and people bought the shit out of those. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Neither did I, and I was surprised. Like, I went to a uh, journey, and I was like, do you have any of the Nintendo stuff? And they're like, yeah, but they're all women's. And honestly, <laughs> I came really close to thinking about it. I think a lot of Vans are like unisex. You just got to size up. Yeah. I was just like, dude, I don't know. I really wanted a backpack. But anyways, uh, back to the NX. Yeah, so <laughs> it's allegedly a hybrid console, handheld or a console you can take on the go with a screen. If that's the case and Nintendo plays it right and they combine their console and handheld development into one pipeline, that's going to be huge because, you know, NX or uh, sorry, Wii U, you know, you get one game and then that team goes and makes a 3DS game like six months later or like nine months later. It's just back and forth and, and it's really splitting up, you know, their focus. I think if mm-hmm. everything's together, and they're all developing for the same console, and we get all those games on the same console, as opposed to, to you know, a separate console handheld. You know, Nintendo's going to have a lot of output, and they've been struggling, you know, with output for the Wii and Wii U. You know, arguably the Wii, I would, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, if it, they develop a Pokemon game for that, and you can plug it into your TV, and it's like a full-fledged Pokemon game. Dude, like, oh my god, over. that's it. Like they won. Just think of Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Go. Together, but, and then but I they guess get Poke- the full adventure too. Right, exactly. Dude, that's if they like they really. I as a Nintendo fanboy, I really hope they don't screw this up. Everything's like lining up. Yeah, for that to be amazing, like because honestly, PlayStation doing their PlayStation Pro stuff, graphics, four K, awesome. Uh, Project Scorpio with Microsoft doing their whole thing. You know what? Awesome, nice graphics. Nintendo is like, we don't care about graphics, and they like they don't they don't put as much thought into their graphics and everything else. And like they're so underpowered, but they make everything so perfect. They're not. I feel like Nintendo is the only company that is not like, you know what, let's just release it and we'll patch it later. No big deal. Exactly. We'll do a day one patch and call it a day. Like, they never, okay, I'm not going to say they never, but they very rarely do a patch. And if they do do a patch, it's usually for something that's like way down the pipe for that. And it's, the, the patches they do is not to fix problems, it's to add more to a game that exactly. works. Exactly. And that's. And I don't know. That's why, like, they get such a bad rap, but they're the only company, in my opinion, that does it right. 
they don't cut the corners before the yeah. game's released. Nintendo can take as many, 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 many delays as they need as long as they keep pushing out the same product. And that's the thing is, like, uh, when we were talking earlier this week, I got Forza Horizon 3. I was installing my Xbox. It takes, like, two hours to install and download the updates. With Nintendo, that isn't <laughs> the case. It's There's no day one patches. It's right there you there. go. And you pop in ready. Yeah. And, and the thing is, with the rumors that have been coming out online about the NX, they're all saying, or not all, but there's been a few that the lineup is going to be amazing. Nintendo's firing on all cylinders. They know they have to turn things around, and they're, they're going to war. So that, that makes me very excited for it. I'm, I just... I know they came out, and they said they're no longer... Like, they're trying to be... Especially with the Wii U. They were trying to be the second console in your household. Like they didn't want to be first. They didn't want you to be the. They didn't want to be the ones that you went to directly first, but and that they wanted to be second. I really, really think that they can take back to being the primary console in the household if this NX well, is, turns out right. Is it though? Is it gonna? It's gonna be on the go as well, which I think it's not gonna be as powerful as these new consoles coming out. But the right, you can take it on the go. It's, it may be your most played thing right and that's that i mean that's all they need to shoot for they i mean okay i guess you can say like because it is potentially a portable console then i mean wait is that even like is that what we could call it is it a portable console i don't yeah, even know t- technically yeah i mean that's what it yeah is. but if they i mean like i guess a portable because we always think, like, a portable is like a Game Boy, obviously. And that is never your primary console because it's your portable. You only play it whenever it's portable. But now if you can play your Game Boy at home on your big screen TV, are you, it's it's not going to be your first choice. I mean, it's not going to have the overall media stuff. I feel like that's the real reason why it's never your first choice is because it's not a media center for you. You can't just do everything. I mean, heck, I have Netflix working on two different consoles, three consoles actually in my house. Like those obviously are turned on more for just random Netflix stuff. And my Wii U never really is because it doesn't do that. But whenever I'm trying to play a game, I go directly. Well, not I mean, I would go directly to the Wii U for those games. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like they can really make it the primary console if they really want to. I know, I know we're not getting the Blu-ray support. We're not getting the amazing lifelike graphics, but it's going to be a console that works. And if they do this, once again, Nintendo, they don't cut the corners. And if they can make this seamless transition... Like where you can literally just pop out that thing and take it on the go with you and right where you left off, if they can make that portion work, it's that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Especially with with Sony trying to do it with the Vita, like yeah. and it not working too I mean it worked, but, but not you can, very you well. It can only, you know, be like within your Wi Fi range and it doesn't run right. that great. It, exactly. Now, one thing I did want to say is it's like with the PS4 Pro and the Scorpio pushing you know 4k resolution that kind of stuff that stuff doesn't make a great game necessarily exactly excuse me but it that kind of stuff is necessary to you know push the technology forward eventually mm-hmm. so, so you know nintendo does focus on those more pure gameplay you know advances not just the te- technology but i will say it was really nice to pop in like mario kart 8 on a 1080p tv 
and see that. Oh, I will say that, dude. That was awesome. I did. Uh, oh my god, I have memories of that. I'm, I may just go play that tonight. Actually, it's an excellent game, dude. <sighs> so what? Do you, so we were talking about this earlier, though. What? <sighs> Nobody believes that it's actually going to be called DNX. Well, okay, I shouldn't say nobody, but people don't think it's going to be called that. So what? Because I, like I told you, I really think I'm onto something with this. What do you think it could potentially be called? My my bet. Now I didn't make this up. This is what I heard from other rumblings or other guesses. I'm going to guess it's called the Nintendo Go. Just if it's the portable console hybrid, that name kind of applies. Goes off the Pokemon Go. Um, hype train that's going on right now and it's like simple but it's like an actual word I mm-hmm. wish they would just call it NX because that's a badass na- uh, code name um, I, I agree but I it's better than the happen. dolphin yeah <laughs> or what was what was uh, Wii U is like coffee house or like cafe project cafe yeah yeah I was thinking um, Wii was revolution that's what badass, it was badass. yeah I was like what, oh my god I was so depressed whenever they were like, oh, yeah, the revolution. It's called dude, the Wii. I thought it was and a joke. I thought that did, was a joke, dude. Oh and then my. it was real, and I was like, no. Yeah, I know. And then, I, oh, my God. I, I remember, um, so we're going off on a little bit of a story, but you know those papers that we had to write in school, and then we got them when we graduated? Yeah, yeah time capsule. Like, stuff. we wrote, yeah. I actually wrote in mind the like the day that they announced the controller <laughs> for the Wii. I was like, that thing is so awesome and stuff. It sucked so bad. <laughs> I really don't like it. I hate the the remote. I really yeah. do. I'm not a fan. But at the time, I was so hyped up in it. But I really think that was just me wanting Nintendo to succeed, especially after the GameCube. But you know what? Forget everybody saying bad stuff about the GameCube because the GameCube is still one of my favorite consoles of all time. And you know what was crazy? It was Nintendo putting out a console that was, you know, amongst the most powerful. You know, Xbox was a little bit more powerful, but it was the second most powerful console. And, like, it it was pretty much just game-focused, not any gimmicks. And, man, there's so many great games. So many great games. I, I feel like if I really made a list... The majority of the games that I put on my like top list are going to be GameCube games. There's so many good ones. I mean, like, but ugh, I we and could who go would have thunk it would have been out of a purple box with a handle, and you when it came out, you had to buy like fucking bright orange controllers to play Smash right. Bros with. It looked like a goddamn you know fruit salad in the <laughs> living room. One of the best consoles of all time. I and, love uh, it. One thing I did want to say is uh. The, the motion controls were so mind-blowing at the time, but, uh, you know, they've kind of come and went. And like I said, I was I, playing Metroid Prime, and they adapted to the Wii Remote. I was like, I just right. want to play with a GameCube controller, no motion. Exactly. It would have been so much better back That's, the way it was. But anyway. I, as much as I hate to admit it, that, that was – because I got Metroid Prime Trilogy as well, and my I started playing Metroid Prime – and I was like, I don't like these controls. Yeah, like, you got to mess with a lot I mean, of settings to kind of, yeah, so you're not flying all over the place, and you, you, right? You know, don't look, you know, look, look around like a, you know, hyper maniac, and just have it I just, play smooth. You have to mess with a lot of stuff. 
that's the thing. I feel like the I I really hope that they're done with the motion controls. Like the Wii U, in my opinion, does motion controls very well. Where it's like, hey, we got this. Here it is. Like um, Splatoon. Yeah. I don't know if you played Splatoon. Yeah. Splatoon just here and there, but it's not like yeah, over Splatoon the top motion control. Right. Exactly. It's just like, hey, this is here. It's available for you if you want it. And honestly, at first, like just like most people, I feel are going to be like, screw that. I don't want to do motion controls. But on, I played it with motion controls, and it works so much better with motion controls. It's so subtle, but the aiming is so much more precise. With yeah. the, it's, it takes a little bit of getting used to. Ex- exactly. And I feel like that was like everybody's issue with Star Fox. I mean, like, not going to say it's a great game. Everybody complained about the controller. I mean, the controls, though. But the motion portion of it and the way it just worked it worked once you gave it time it just took a long time to get used to i don't know if you played that though i actually did pick up star fox and i yeah, was honestly I, more excited for this the star fox guard you know I, me thing too actually the, <laughs> the problem the was that i only stupid me i rented star fox 64 i mean uh star fox from um star fox 64 star fox zero from uh red box so it, i didn't get the guard oh, yeah I, I may go to GameStop now and just buy Guard. Just, because I, I know that they sell just Guard at GameStop. I saw it, like, once. But anyways, though, back to what I think the name of the NX is. <laughs> that was quite a tangent. I know, but yeah, I'm fine with it. I really think that it's going to be called the Nintendo X. And X in Japanese has something to do with family. I don't know what, but it has something to do with family. Thanks to my car. Long story doesn't matter. It's well, going to be called the, the Nintendo RX. X. What, what does RX stand for? That it R, the R. I don't. So the R portion of it. Yeah, I never told you. The R portion of it stands for rotary, which is okay for the, everybody listening. The car. It's a car. It's a car made by Mazda. The engine had a rotary engine in it. That was where the R came from. The X though was because it was a sports car with four seats i mean well really four doors with a back seat to it they called it the rx the x stood for family like there's something in japanese Japanese word yeah it's like a japanese word or a japanese symbol where the x means family and then obviously eight which doesn't matter at all but the x means family so i really do think that's going to be called the nintendo x which is like the nintendo family console that's my. That's, that wouldn't that wouldn't be bad. It's like NX is like the abbreviation. So that's right. Exactly, that and I, I really think that I may be onto something with that. Like, comment, subscribe if you think so too. <laughs> yeah, let us know in the comments below. If you think <laughs> Dakota is right. Hashtag Dakota is right. Twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. By the time we do find you? out, maybe. Well, you know, yeah, I'm dude. I'm to the point. I'm thinking Nintendo may release the NX before they announce it. <laughs> I I would not be surprised at all at this point. They just need to say something. I don't care what it is. Just say something. Man, tomorrow is October. I'm hoping early October we find out. Right. That's what that's what my gut tells me, but we'll see. But see my thing is is with these Nintendo Directs too, like you cannot count on anything. Like they just yeah. are like, "Hey, by the way, here's they were going to have a You like, don't know about no- it until 2 days before. Exactly. Beforehand, which I like, but I hate at the same time. I like it because it's not much of a, like, you're not like, holy crap, what's 
going to be said, oh, my God, I got a month. Like, yeah. it's just, oh, two, two days, it's fine. But I don't know. I remember the time where it was like if anything was happening, you were finding out about it at E3 or the Tokyo Game Show or other a couple of other shows. And, so, and if it didn't happen during those moments, it's not happening at all. You, It doesn't matter. Like, you don't care. And that no longer exists. You now have the Nintendo Directs, which is like anything can happen at any moment in time. And like, know, given how Nintendo is, and they, they need to have like full control of their message, it makes sense that they're only doing stuff through the Directs because they want to have full control over the message and whatever. Right, which is, I mean, it's probably, in today's day and age, it's probably a good idea. But it, Everything can be skewed. It would be nice if if we knew... It was happening to E3, and it that's, had happened that's, to E3. That's really the only thing that we want to make clear. Nintendo, just say something. Next year, you better have more than one game at E3. I know, but, dude, we already well, Unless it's a that. new Metroid. Unless you do the same thing you did this year, except you have, like, the crazy <laughs> space station as the booth, and you're showing off how Metroid Prime 4 is going to be the best game of all time, which it will be, but it's never going to come out. <laughs> ever yeah. ever 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 but anyway. i don't know only nintendo man yeah. only nintendo can go to e3 with one game and win best of show god i hate them so much but i still love them oh man. they're so if i like if my cousin and i we were talking about this like if you could work for any of them which one would it be and he picked he actually surprised me he's a huge nintendo fanboy and he said sony i said that i don't see how i can go against nintendo no matter how shitty they are i don't see how i can go against them i'd work for any of them i, I don't think because I'm, I'm just agnostic to the, to the console war at this point i you know i started off being a ps4 fanboy because i was i hated the connect and how the xbox costed more right but like once they flip their positioning around and like xbox right. one is actually like an awesome console i love them all like, you know i'm down for whatever my thing is i have an xbox one and i have zero games for it i've traded all the i literally <laughs> the actually yeah the only games i play on it is fable i have all the fables and i play them on yeah. but like i think it's fable one fable one isn't actually on uh the it is not backwards compatible. I think one of them is not backwards compatible. I can't remember which one it is, but one of them is not, and it's, it's probably, really it's probably Fable One be, because they have the collection. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was an original Xbox One, but didn't yeah. did they re-release it? I don't. I don't know. They did the yeah. They did the Fable. It was the anniversary? Wasn't it? It was like anniversary. It was like they, it actually had a name. It was like Fable: The Final Tales or Fable. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It was it was something though. I just know that they did that. Not whenever I found out Lionhead was no longer being a studio, I was like, I have to get all of the fables, all of them. Yeah. Good games. <laughs> I, I never got into them that much, but you know, I tried. I, I tried. We played. I, I played Fable one through three. I don't know. It, I just never got hardcore into them. But all right. But Hang one on. game. One game that is coming out before 20, maybe yeah, before 2019. That's the announcement. Is it'll be out before 2019? Uh, the next project by Mr. Hideo Kojima, Death the Stranding. God. Yeah, the God Himself. Dude. I, dude, they so they announced that they um that they picked an engine. Now I'm <laughs> I've got to be honest. 
only only Hideo Kojima could we talk about them him him picking an engine to play a game on. Put that's a game the on. Biggest announcement is that they. I, we, we I know, <laughs> but the thing is, is that okay. What I'm really confused by is he said they picked an engine, so they're not making an engine. They're pick they like the engine is already done, right? Is that yes. the way? Yeah. Okay. Well, so that means that it's an engine that is being used now. I'm assuming. That's what one could infer. Yes. <sighs> that's Which, really depressing because I. I don't know which one it is. That's the problem. I mean, obviously nobody does unless you work for him or or him. But I don't know. I'm I'm. It's really depressing because I really was hoping somehow or another he could develop. He could get the rights to the Fox Engine. Now, yeah, if they could use Fox Engine, that would be awesome because Fox Engine was great. You know, MGS Five looks amazing. Runs great. Like, yes. the engine is awesome. But I, you know, obviously Konami's fucked. So sure, you couldn't use it. Hashtag fuck Konami. Yeah, hashtag fuck Konami 2016. Um, <laughs> but I am glad that if it, if he's using Unreal or, or something that's existing, it's going to come out faster because I'm sure developing Fox Engine was why it took a while to get uh, Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain out. And look at uh, Final Fantasy 15. They have their it's the Luminous Engine. They have their own engine. And that in, that game is infamous. It's known for its trouble development over ten years. Right. I'm sure developing an engine didn't help that. If they can that's, use something that's there that we know looks great, like let's do that and and get the game out in the next you know before like we retire. <laughs> that I I'm just I just want to know about the game. That's yeah. all I really care about. He was like the message that he put out was it was awesome and he hit everything but i also don't know because he was like what was it it's open world it's multiplayer yeah it has doesn't didn't he did he say i could be making this up did he say that it has multiple branching paths like story or am i making that up i think i, I may know. be making i don't know like i don't know it's so out of his realm of what he's doing that I'm so interested, but at the same time, I'm so, like, I don't know. I really just want another Metal Gear. That's really all I care about. Well, you got Metal Gear Survive coming spring. Shut up. So, um, problem solved right there. Hashtag <laughs> Konami. Um, I yeah. just... that That's a... Um, we, we can get into that uh, quite a bit. So. We, should, we, should, we should do an episode about, like, the classic Metal Gears, and then we could do one all about, like, Phantom Pain and, like, the whole oh, story of that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I just want to know what Death Stranding is too. Just like, what is it? What, what I, Kojima has said is that players connect with uh, with each other with ropes, yeah. instead of sticks. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Dude, this guy is, is so brilliant. <laughs> it's probably nothing. It's, they were talking. I forget who it was I was listening to, but they were just like, it's probably not even a game. Like knowing yeah. knowing him, it's just like some sort of musical instrument that he's talking about, where everybody connects together through strings and then plays themselves or something like that. I don't know. It's probably. Dude, <laughs> I just. I just I I. Dude, I my brain is racked. I don't know what to say about Death Stranding just because it's so. It's so awesome that he's finally given all the tools that he wants to build yes. whatever he wants. Yeah. Like that's 
good on Sony for just being like, here's a blank check. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah, but when when the day they announced that, that was that was just a victory for the gaming industry that they exactly. were able to give him that opportunity. I mean, mm, that's. I was secretly really hoping that he would somehow end up in Nintendo, even though I know for a fact that that would be like the worst fit ever. There would be some if, good stuff coming out of that. Maybe it, not what it, people expect, but it's exactly. Like I, I wonder. That's what I really wonder. Is who was pursuing him? Like who was really? Because I obviously Nintendo was, but I'm saying like I mean uh, not Nintendo Sony, but like do you think microsoft had it like was just like hey dude we want you on our side or do you think it was only sony it wasn't only sony there was i think he said that there's multiple people right um, offering him you know studios or you know opportunities to make stuff microsoft i would have to say that i'm gonna say they were just given that it's kojima and anybody right. who has a kojima that's... game you know you, that's a that's an ace in your pocket, you know, or whatever the phrase right. is. But I don't know. Is it an ace in the hole? Ace I in think. something. You got an ace in a situation where you need an ace. <laughs> you know. Right. I for- <laughs> That's how it goes. That's, the That's phrase, it. Right? <laughs> I'm just going to start saying that. You know, an ace when you need an ace. <laughs> but yeah. And I just. I feel that's that's what I hope to be someday where I'm so awesome with whatever I'm doing where everybody's just like we want you and it doesn't matter and I just have everybody coming after me god dang you yeah that's that's the dream for you man I don't know legendary legendary oh yeah the um there's another actor that has been seen working with Kojima too yep um uh, what, what's Who was name? it? Mads Mickelson? Is that the dude's name? It's something like that. Some like Swiss guy. Yeah, actually, that sounded really familiar. Because some people were talking about that online. What the? Yeah. You oh, look yeah. at Mads Mickelson. Yeah, I'm fact checking this right now. Fact check. Look at that. We're better than the debate already. <sighs> I don't even want to get into that. Uh, we're not getting. That's uh, all that's being said, actually. Best new comedy of 2016 was the presidential debate. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's rumored that Mads Mikkelsen, who was featured in Hannibal, the TV show, or I believe the TV show. Um, it, it, yeah, there were some photos that came out that he was like in, a, in the motion capture suit and things like that. Um, people connect somehow connected that with Kojima. And hmm. um, actually, so... At TGS, he was on stage at Sony's thing, and the, there was mm-hmm. a graphic when he said players connect through ropes. Right. And and one of the one of the little characters, there's a caricature of Kojima, one of um, Norman Reedus, and then one looked like Mads Mikkelsen. And then one was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guillermo Which- del Toro. Whatever. See now, now is that bringing it back to PT, which is also bringing it back to Silent Hills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, three of the people that were confirmed to be working on PT, Silent Hills. Um, right. Which if, so if is Del that, Toro's in this too? Like that would be awesome. See now, I wonder is this going to be more of like a horror game? 
I mean, I'm ass- I'm I'm assuming that it's gonna lean that way, but yeah, yeah I would say like given the trailer, how it was kind of like sci-fi, but I, right. I could definitely see it having like a horror swing, like horror vibe to it, which would be I think that would work well. I mean, Kojima with a uh, Psycho Manis and that kind of stuff, he d- he does horror in a weird way, like a right. unique way. So that would work oh. pretty well. Once again, people just these these companies need to talk. They need to like say some stuff. Yeah, Nintendo needs to say or not announce the game five years out. Oh my god! Yeah, but you know how he is. I remember whenever um, was it uh was it three? Metal Gear Solid three. So I remember this was the first time. This was whenever we were a wee little lads, and. They, uh, G4, G4 was just first doing their live coverage of E3, and it was like the first time we, act, you and I at least, actually got an inside glimpse of what E3 was. Yeah. Like, that was legendary. But I remember they would always play, like, because they went through the night. They basically just always had E3 coverage all the time, 24-7 on that channel. I don't know how much you remember, but... Not, not that far, but... Well, I remember for sure that they had the um, where it was uh, Snake and Raiden, and they kept fighting over the director's chair. That that was MGS four. Was, was it four? That was like one of the first, or like the Dude, initial that, reveal of MGS four. That was like so. Oh my god, that was like three years in advance. Yeah, like that was before. 05. That was oh five. Yeah, dude, that was for. Holy crap. Whenever that happened, like I was just like, oh my god, they're making another one. And then I was like, next year. Oh my god, they're making another one. Wait, I knew about that last year. Yeah. That's he why does he do this to us? Yeah, because uh cause that they did that trailer at the E3 and it wasn't it was with the MGS3 graphics. It wasn't even any new graphics. Right. It was just exactly. to announce that it was coming. And I believe it was TGS that same year when they did the first trailer, and I doubt it was actually the game engine, I think it was CG, but it looked like it was in-game, and that was like mm-hmm. the best-looking trailer of all time at that time. Like it was just mind-blowing. It was probably CG though, but still looked amazing. Whatever. I was trying to the... play it off as in-game, but but yeah. I just why does he do this to us? That's the only thing I'm, I'm I care about really. <laughs> you know, Kojima loves screwing with people. That's the whole Dude. reason he's in gaming is just to screw with people. He just loves messing with people's no, expectations. That's that's it. He needs to write a book, actually. Yeah. I really just I he's like one of the people where like I would just love to sit down and talk to him. Yeah. Is that a train back there? Yep, that's a train. Like, yeah. Is that the first train we've had so far? No, actually we have one earlier. I just didn't say anything. Well, see that's the thing, is I've gotten so used to it, I don't even notice him. <laughs> Which is sad. It's it's a long one, man. Whatever. (laughs) I love the way they're obnoxious about it. That's my issue. Now, I'm sorry to get off on the games, but just hold on one second. Yeah. See, they're so obnoxious about the train. Like, what do they want you to do? Like, you can't... I, I hate to quote another person here, but it's not like you can just move your house... Why it's not in the way? Why do they need to do this? Uh, that's a good question. 
I mean, I'm that's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like I understand that like you have to make sure that there's no cars in the way or something yes, like that. You know, but people on the tracks or whatever. As much as I hate to say this, because this is very mean, but that's their problem, <laughs> not mine. Like, why? Why are you on the tracks to begin with? Get yeah, off them. People need to get off those tracks. I've I've seen Stand by Me plenty of times to know i should not be on a track especially if there's no escape route yeah always gotta have I, an a b and c strike plan and escape route guaranteed a b and c yeah <laughs> i gotta be honest with you i usually just stick with a and hope that works out i very rarely have a plan b dangerous very dangerous i know i live life on the edge right can i say well dakota is there anything else you wanted to talk about on this episode? We've hit the one hour and four minute mark right now. So it's I mean, I know that you wanted to do uh, your games that are vastly underappreciated or may not know. I don't know if you still wanted to do that. We can pop. We can pop those in real quick at the end, kind of cap it off. Um, and I know I've got a few that I've I've thought of, but I mean definitely want you to, to think of something join in at some point um so this is a segment i want to call it the let's call it the lost levels it's about a underappreciated games oh. or darn it you yeah. so time out i was th- i was gonna call it i was gonna call it the lesser known <laughs> okay uh by next episode we'll have a, a finalized name for this segment uh, lesser known okay lost levels uh, what I wanted to uh, hype up this week was a game called Lumines. Now, it's a puzzle game uh, developed by Tetsuya Mizuguchi, who did Res, uh, this game, Medios, a couple other like uh, kind of weird out there puzzly games that have like great music and a great visual. See the one? Is that the same? Are they the, are they the same ones that did Mercury? Who did Mercury? Mercury. Yeah. What was Mercury? Talk about talk about lesser known. Mercury was another puzzle game also on the PSP, just like Luminous, but it uh like you were literally a ball of mercury and like you like flowed around. It was like a European studio, I think. Oh, really? See, sure. I thought it, I don't it, know, it wasn't, I thought it wasn't cuz his company's Q Entertainment or it was Q Entertainment. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. Um darn. I, I thought I was going to be smart for a second. So, hey, yeah, you did contribute one, Mercury, for PSP. But, uh, so, Luminous came out for PSP. Um, it was kind of big on the Xbox Live Arcade, the original version. But the one that I was super obsessed with uh, in the last six months was Luminous Electronic Sip, or Electric, Electronic or Electric Symphony for PlayStation Vita. So, I picked it up for like 10 bucks off Amazon because nobody's buying Vita games. And Vita, what a great console. <laughs> Super under, you know, undersold, but amazing handheld. Um, and man, I, I, I sunk like hours upon hours into that game. Amazing sound design. Got to play it with headphones on. Mm-hmm. Just get lost, because because whenever you clear blocks and do combos and stuff, it affects the the music. So like you're having an effect on how it sounds, and when and when you're like you're doing really well, it's like really amped up. And oh man, it's just amazing when you like play for an hour straight, totally zone out. And, and just you know, dig into it. Um, I'm like one trophy away from it. Doesn't have a platinum, but I'm one trophy away from getting right. everything. So, oh man, amazing, they, amazing game. 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the Vita, the handheld games especially, but the Vita, well, the PSP in general, I should say, they they were really good with puzzle games. Yes. They had a lot of really good puzzle games. That I I mean, Nintendo. I mean, DS does too. But I feel like I don't know. PSP just set the mark on puzzle games on a handheld, especially. And it was like um, DS had a lot of puzzle games that use like touch interface and things like that. Right. Cool, but PSP just had like they didn't re- re- uh, rely on those. Not to say gimmicks, but those types of things. It was just you know right. great. It was just great puzzle games. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I, I know that I I never actually played Mercury, as bad as that is now. <laughs> but I do know that like I searched for that game all over because I thought the idea of it was just amazing. Like, just your Mercury. It reminded me of, like, Super Monkey Ball, except yeah. not nearly as fun dude, and you playful. You can't top Super Monkey Ball. No, dude, One and Super two Monkey Ball. Perfect. Dude, that game. I still have nightmares about that game, actually. The stew pot. So, yeah, the st- insanely hard. Dude, I, just, I don't understand how people beat it sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't. Like, I know I'm not good, but you holy watch speed crap. runs for that shit, dude. I don't know if I want to. Like, I may, just, like, cry. It's it's crazy to see these levels that, like, I could not beat as a, as a youth. And people just flying through them. And I'm like, how? How? I've been... I do know that, like, in some stages, it's just, like, as soon as it hits a certain time, you just go. Yeah. Like, everything lines up, and you just go. But I don't know. I just remember being in, I, th- I think it was it was the stew pot or the one right after that, which was, like, the Whale City or something like that in Super Monkey Ball 2. Yeah. And th- whichever, one of those worlds, like, really messed me up. I had nightmares, dude. Like, it, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was bad. <laughs> But whatever, it's fine. Well, but yeah, that okay. was our lesser known yeah. or the lost levels. <laughs> Finalized name coming soon. So I think that was about most of the topics we wanted to talk about on this episode. Um, I think we got a pretty good gamut of stuff that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the uh, the line of Kugel's uh, pumpkin shandy? Dude, I really liked it, actually. I really, um, it's kind of depressing that I didn't bring more of them in here into the room with me because I really wanted another one, and I finished this one awfully early. I liked it. It makes me feel like a basic white bitch, but it's fine. (laughs) I don't care. I picked up a PSL on my latest trip to Starbucks, so don't feel bad. It wasn't that great. I'd rather just have a regular regular coffee, but I had What is wrong with you? (laughs) But oh yeah, so Dude, they're so. Yeah, what did you think of yours? I'm not a big IPA person, so I'm I'm actually interested in this. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good actually. Um, uh, over the summer, I picked up a couple different IPAs. There was like a tropical IPA I had, and like um, a couple of these other IPAs with a, a fruitier side. And I'm a big fan of those because it's got that bittery IPA side with just a hint of fruitiness, and that's the way that I like this this beer. Uh, it, it's a uh, got that grapefruit kind of sour kind of fruitiness but it's not overpowering you know i am a fan of summer shandy as you're mentioning earlier but like i kind of got to the point where it's got too much of the fruit taste at the forefront i prefer something with the beer at the forefront the beer yeah and summer shandy's still good i'll still you know buy one of i feel like it's really good for summer yeah. hence the name. 
But yeah, so this Sam Adams Rebel Grapefruit IPA, if you're looking to get into IPAs, I would say this is a good entry because it's not too overpowering. I enjoyed it. Uh, I may actually have to give that one a try. Do they have any other? Do they have any others that are like any other fruits, or is it just grapefruit that you found so far? This is I can't, the only I, one I've seen, but I don't. I honestly don't know. I, God damn! I just, I, I, yeah, I think they have a couple. They have a couple variations of the Rebel IPA, and I, I don't know specifically what they are, but there's like four different types, something like that. I, just, I saw them. I just haven't got one because I'm just not a big IPA fan. But I would. I know that an IPA is an acquired taste, and I'd love to acquire the taste. Yeah, I mean, I hated them for the longest time, and now mm-hmm. they're my favorite. I, and it's, I don't know, I don't know why it just happened. But so anyway, where can people find us? Um, right now, we got the Z targeting Twitter that's set up. Z targeting twenty sixteen. Yeah, you can find us at, at Z targeting twenty sixteen. <laughs> find uh, our latest updates on what we're doing. We'll post links to our podcasts as they come out, and, and the other things that we start getting into. Mm-hmm. Potentially reviews, um, streams, you know, other kinds of full features. This is the things that we're thinking about and potentially mm-hmm. in the pipeline. So follow Z Target at Z Targeting 2016. Uh, are you comfortable giving your Twitter handle to the world? Mine? Yeah. Dude, I don't even know if I remember it. Okay. I, I know it. I just changed it. It's uh, the Fox Die 0089. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I just changed it. Yep, that's it. And then you can yeah, find there, follow there. And you can And that's spelled timeout. Hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. It's the Fox Die and it's die is D Y E zero zero eight nine. That's I have to make that apparent, otherwise you'll never find me. Right. And then you can find me at, at Luke Dollar twenty three. I actually just changed my Twitter handle too because it was something stupid I had from like five years ago. And then this is that's something a, stupid I, from right now. <laughs> the way it works dude you just constantly you know what i never mind i'll discuss that with you later all right so yeah so that's what we got right now and we will this project is still definitely in its infancy so we will be setting up a facebook group um obviously a youtube channel and uh, we're looking into other ways to get the podcast out to you folks so stay tuned and we will be uh giving you updates on where we're at so thank you for listening i know i enjoyed it hopefully dakota you had a decent time it was a blast dude all right So we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening.